0: So here's what you're going to do. I will be the singular proctor for this exam and I am going to give you a scenario and you're going to tell me according to Rokugani law what is the correct way to handle the situation at hand. You must not only give me concise details but you must give me a solution and you must persuade me in your argument. So I hope that you are ready because you're going to need a sharp mind and your tongue needs to be sharper if you're going to impress me so here's what i need from you all you guys are going to once again pick your elemental ring now you get a choice for this one you can either give me a government or a theology skill for this role so if you choose government that's more of the legalistic argument But if you're going to use theology, it would be more of the spiritual argument of the. Of what needs to be done, so I'll let you do that once again. Ikigai, you don't really move from anywhere, but the twin kind of just comes out, looks at you. And says to you, Ikigai. If I remember correctly, you exceeded this test when we were doing ours a long time
1: ago. If by, ex- if by exceeding expectations, you mean being a little brat about it, yes.
0: Uh, those are good times. I hope some of it is rubbed off on your nephew, because I'm not going to go easy on him.
1: If he's anything like his father, then this will be a sh**.
0: And she just shakes her head. That was rough. That was a rough one for sure. It's a good thing that he was... He excelled in all other areas because diplomat he is not. To the battlefield. Oh, most certainly.
1: Besides, our court is the court.
0: (laughs) That he is. So let's see how they fare. All right, so let's go in reverse order this time. Yaka, what was your element, and what was the result of it? Okay, I
2: used government, and then I used... My earth elemental because rules and laws are the foundation of any civilized society. And (laughs) I got one opportunity, a
0: success, and an explosive success. Sweet. So, what I'm going to ask is going to be a little weird next, but instead of giving me the actual points in your argument, I want you to give me your approach. So, when you're making your argument for your case, Give me the approach. Are you more passionate? Is this more fiery? Are you being more logical about it? Are you appealing to emotions? We're getting debate club in here, (laughs) y'all. Mainly
2: logical because he needs to be firm in his approach, his decision, and he needs to believe wholeheartedly that what he chose was the correct course of action, whether it be how do I put it? Popular or unpopular. He needs to remain certain that his choice and how to deal with it was right.
0: And yeah, you're able to communicate this very effectively. And <laughs> whereas your proctor poetry was Tayu, this is Sayu. So Sayu kind of just nods and gives you the approval. So you have passed your law exam. <laughs> yes. As you quietly do that, as you walk up to the gallery to watch. All right, Daiduro, your turn. Element, and what happened?
1: I used fire, pushing the hole being a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more passiony, a little bit sprinkle of heat. And my results was pretty grim. I used government in using my firing. I had three ring dice. So my first one was a blank. Then an opportunity. I was shading myself. Then it turned around. I got a success and then a su- explosive success. <laughs> oh, I still geez. die.
0: Woo! You have you worried there for a second. So your approach that is definitely a Daitaro's approach for the argument.
1: <laughs> so, in in lieu of being a very, he would have Daitaro would have had dabbled in a little bit of government, a little bit of. A tiny bit of law, but obviously his passion was in the forge. So it's that eternity at law. So he would actually be scared when he hears it because he's like, oh, I got a little bit of this. He's very much an aggressive kind of person. He will put people on the stand and unload questions. He was in a little bit of the debate club. So he has a very fire personality. Whatever, like, case Sayu was using, he'd be being back and forth with her. He, he, she would ask him a question. He'd immediately give her the answer and ask her one back. And just like knowing a little bit, not super masterful. Like I would imagine the proctor would be, but getting there and trying to egg her on to get the answers or the things that he needs to pass the test, basically.
0: So yeah, this little back and forth gets you the pass and Sayu just nods and there's a look of impressed plastered on her face. And once again, my friend, Diderot has succeeded. So good job. Kaito, please tell me we had better luck this time than poetry. So element and what?
3: All right, to use the earth ring for this and using theology with a lot of his meditation he has this strong connection to the spirits as well as to the self. and i rolled two opportunity and a success
0: cool so that is all you needed so argument go
3: (laughs) this ends up being a lot of mike you might hate me for saying this but it is an education thing in a way trying to find the why in the in a lot of the more stringent government type-ments. Find it using human emotion, hu- using the spiritual needs to poke those holes and just the words. It's also interesting because he uses this in a way where DM mindset rules as w- written, and is very much looking at what they're proposing, and using the words to be like, oh, but you just said that it's this. Here are the interpretations of that. Is there and not really confusing, but more of filling it out.
0: OK, so as you are making these arguments, say there are so there's like a rollercoaster of emotions or facial expressions. There's intrigue. A little taken aback, but then there's a moment of clarity and understanding as she just slightly smiles as she hears this argument. And she, without even uttering a word, you both lock eyes, and you, Kaito, get an understanding that change is on the horizon. And she's interested to see where your newfound outlook on how what defines tradition will take you. And she gives you the signal that you have passed as well as giving you an affirmation.
3: He does the whole, just like in the last one, when he did really bad with poetry, he does the, I should go now. Because oh. this is probably the one that he was the most nervous about, the more scared about, and the fact that he passed it, he's about to piss himself. You see him oh. as he gets off, gets out of the room and he's like just jumping for joy
0: like a little kid. <laughs> But yes, good job, Kaito. All right, Mio. You're up. So element and what the results?
4: This is the one that Mio's been waiting for. So he I'm using void because I'm using the sense of the law and I'm gonna use government. So I rolled an oppor- two opportunities and two explosive successes.
0: Oh my gosh. yes. All right. This is the moment I've been waiting for, so go for it, argument. The floor is yours.
4: When Mio gets there and he stands there and he waits, he he lets the proctor say the particular case. He listens very astutely, having probably read every legal case there is, and he lets, once they finish, he stands up and he begins to pull in history. First of all, he'll say, let me talk about the history of this case. And he breaks the case down and the law and how the law became the law because of this particular incident. And he just goes and he goes, and then this law, because of this law, it gave birth to this law, which then in turn turned and this law null and void. So then they had to recreate this law because of this incident. And he just goes and just, he's just spinning all of this. If he had a whiteboard, he could be like drawing lines and he would... Like a whole, he would map it out, and that's and he does it very calmly. Very, he he does a slight pace back and forth. Always, tur- whenever he speaks, always turning to the proctor, speaking directly to them. When he's theorizing or going into the history, he goes out to the whoever's the crowd around him. But always, when he makes a point, he turns back to the proctor to make a point until he comes to the end of his case or his argument, and he bows. <laughs> as your friends are giving you a golf clap what I was hoping that we were getting
0: I love it but yeah so similar to Kaito perplexed intrigued and a joy to hear for the second time of just the winds of change and again without making eye contact Sayu just looks at you Mio and just gives you that non-verbal like affirmation and once again similar to Kaito Very intrigued to see where your new outlook on the idea of change and where it will take all where it will take you and it will take your friends as well. But she gives you the signal that you have passed and you go and join your friends.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I like to think that Mio probably talks a lot of diplomacy and law and things like that with Kaito just as a sounding board, him Kaito probably hates it, but he just does it anyway, <laughs> I think. And Himiko as well, I think he, they he uses them as a sounding board when he's, if he ever comes across a new case, he's like, oh my gosh, you guys, let me tell you about this thing. And he like goes and goes and just goes, probably read every scroll on it, just, yeah.
3: I think Kaito, yeah, I think you and I probably have had some good debates ourselves, Seeing that we're, as we see, we're on the opposite methods of doing things. So, oh God, if we both get in charge of any sort of laws,
1: shit's going to go down. <laughs> the Kaito and Mio true crime podcast. When?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes.
4: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> now, the more important question is, is this going to be similar to Phoenix Wright or Harvey Birdman, attorney at law?
1: God, I hope you say Harvey Birdman. Oh, my God.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I need to inject it into my eyeballs now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, once again. The rest of your friends. Hitoshi struggles, but gets through it barely, but he's fine. Himiko. Not surprised. Total pass. But she understands that. This is where Mio thrives, so she's always coming in second place behind it. She's okay with that. She knows that Mio, is his jam, this is his bread and butter, so it's just like cool. To Shodai, Mio made this observation earlier, the king of some bullshit, because somehow he, Shodai is able to make his arguments in a way where it's like super generalized but there's enough of a deep understanding from the generalization that he's able to walk about without like his argument and for some reason it's enough to get him a pass but so once again Shodai the king of some bullshit (laughs) and he just walks up to y'all I'm telling you he has protag energy it's ridiculous But with the completion of the law exam, an announcement is made that it is time for lunch. So y'all head back to your room where once again, just like breakfast, lunch will actually be delivered to y'all's room. So you guys make your way there and await your lunch. As you guys end up finishing your lunches. You guys fight off the food coma successfully. Let me tell you, lunchtime food coma is way too real. It's way too real but as you guys finish your lunches you guys clean up you leave your dishes there the dueling academy the house servants house i want to call them housemaids because i feel like house servants is a little more derogatory so the house maids samas anyways they end up yeah. picking up yeah <laughs> so they end up picking up After you guys put your stuff back on the tray, they take the trays from you and you guys head over to your next event. So you guys find yourself back in the dojo where you guys had your weaponry test earlier this morning. But now it's the entire middle floor portion of the dojo is now set up with multiple go boards. And as you guys make your way in and just find your place along the edges in front of you sharply dressed lion clan member at the head of the dojo, just sitting Yaka, you recognize this as one of your father's friends, your quote unquote, I guess you call him uncle, but it's not necessarily blood related. It's more of that found family kind of uncle vibe that we got going on, but you recognize this as uh, Ikoma. coma, so Ikehara Ikoma is the proctor for your exam. And as you two make eye contact without. Trying to give too much away. It gives you a sly like, what's up? But like maintaining his composure. And as you all enter the room, good old Ikehara, just without even saying much, he just stands and says, just as in life, you must keep your wits about you and you must be able to think on your feet. So I will be your go, Proctor. And let's see what kinds of tactics you are able to use. So here's what I need. So once again, you guys get to choose your element. And you are actually going to give me a games check. This is the only system that I know of that actually has games as a skill, and I love it. So you're going to go ahead and roll those, and then we will get those results shortly.
1: Games, you said? I was going to ask, would I be able to use tactics instead? You can say no, yeah. but the worst you could say is no.
0: I'm going to say no, and this is the only reason why. So when I think of tactics in the way that it's described in this game, I view tactics as more of actual battle strategy and weapon strategy and all that kind of stuff. So actual battlefield knowledge and war expertise.
1: It's a For little reason, bit more literal.
0: Yeah, it's actual literal. Whereas with games, this is games tactics. So like strategy in terms of the fun stuff and not trying to killy killy stabby stabby.
1: I feel that I feel you. I respect okay. the hustle.
0: Oof. All right, ladies and germs, let's see what happens. We're going to start in regular order this time. Mio, what was your element and what ended up happening?
4: used the void again or enlighten, because I'm going to enlighten my partner on how to play this game properly. (laughs) And I rolled three explosive successes and an opportunity.
0: What the hell, bro? Yep. Just tell me how you decimate your opponent.
4: (laughs) If you go to those like professional chess matches, you know how it's like, bam, bam. It's just, that's all, it's like his hands, you see him just blurring across this game board, because is a game he's probably played millions of times he knows this game inside and out and he's just like literally just as soon as this pun in the moves, he's like bam it just gives him no time to think it's just bam just until he basically wins the game and of course bows to him when he lays his last piece down and he <laughs> bows to him like yeah you lost
0: that is so cold i love it <laughs> Yeah, so without even thinking of the opponent, is just like standing there out of reflex, just bows to you, but then is looking at the board, like, how in the what in the how what? And as Himiko finishes her match, too, she's about to do her next move as she looks over to your board and her eyes just wide and just like looks at you and gives you that shaking of the head. It's just no mercy and just mouths to you, no mercy no mercy but with that you pass the go <laughs> your go exam alrighty. limit and results for go uh,
3: kaito kaito so i'm using the fire ring kaito is a competitive person he loved like when it comes to get when it comes to things like that he is a very competitive person so he's definitely channeling the fire ring and got an opportunity with strife and an I'm sorry, a a success with Strife and an explosive success with Strife.
0: Damn, y'all are doing great. So finish him. Yeah, finish them.
3: So Kaito and Mio have played Go a lot together, so they're very similar in how they do it with how quickly they they do things. Kaito is a lot more. He thinks a lot with his hands. (laughs) So he's, like, doing, like, a, almost, a like calculations of what to do next, almost anticipation to just grab the piece and go. And so it also distracts the other player. What is he doing? And in that way also helps him get the win. And afterward, like, he's, he, whenever he wins, he momentarily just freezes there as he, like, it's like taking in the board and making sure that he actually won. And then he hears the Proctor be like, award him the win. And, and he just goes, he bows to his opponent, bows to the Proctor, walks off. And then as soon as he's out of sight, double fist bump in the air.
0: Uh, that is two passes so far. All right, the element. And what happened?
1: So... I picked Fire, again, because I've been... Today is a little bit of a fire in his belly. I rolled two blanks and a Explosive Success. But with its Explosive Success, I'm allowed to roll one e- extra die of the type in which I got the Explosive Success on. So I rolled that and got an success. So I have two successes. I just really wanted to make sure I passed this damn test. <laughs> With
0: that, you do
1: so. Finish them. So, going to the Okoto school, they this is fundamentals. This is what they teach you in kindergarten, basically, at the school. <laughs> and And having this fire in his belly, he is very ruthless. He's unmerciful. He's like... Abusing these poor chests, these poor pieces, and just boom, just using every aspect of fire to really prove that I'm going to win today.
0: And yeah, pretty much it. Oh my goodness, we love to see it. But yeah, you finished them. So after securing the victory, you bow to your opponent, Proctor awards you the pass, and you go join your friends. So that is three successes. Oh no, Yaka. I'm afraid that face is telling me everything, but just for the sake of it, I need element and then the results. Oh, no. It can't be that bad. Can it? I think we lost him. Josh, if you can hear me, blink. Oh, no.
2: For some he reason, can... my computer muted itself.
0: Oh, no. What happened, uh, bud? Element uh-oh. and then what was the result?
2: I don't know why, but my computer muted itself. But I know that they're game pieces, but I'm using them on the board as they were actual units. So I want my units to be fluid in their movements, their actions, to maximize any and all strengths. And I don't know how, but I rolled three explosive successes. What the
0: actual hell? (laughs) What witchcraft is
2: this? I, I'm I'm trying to send you a picture, Mikey. I am not lying. There are three explosive successes sitting oh, no, in my the... tray right
0: now. Oh no, I believe you. I totally believe you. See, this is amazing, but this is also worrying me <laughs> because it's gonna come crumbling down. You're like some the key moment where you actually need it to happen is gonna come crumbling down. But I'm terrible. Our- It's, listen, it is great. That's, holy shit, three explosive successes. That's not even a fair fight. Just tell me how you decimate your opponent. That's just it. Superior
2: tactics and big brain. That's it. That's all. I I don't know. I'm broken here. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I'm afraid to touch anything because I'm afraid it's going to explode.
0: Oh my goodness. So I will say this. So Yaka, like you said, you visualize these pieces as actual units, and you don't even give your opponent a chance to like even get an inch in. Every moon is like block or there. It's just there is a ferocity that comes from behind, and you overwhelm your opponent like to the point where as you place the final piece. Your opponent is stunned, the Proctor is stunned, and some of the onlookers are stunned as well, as the Proctor- Like
2: hard? like fast? Is basically what just happened.
0: Exactly. So the Proctor awards you the point, but is still, like, in a perplexed state of, like, looking at you, and then looking at the rest of your compatriots- and just shaking their head, it's just and whispers to themselves: "Is no mercy with these kids. No mercy. Like, what are they feeling in the children?" But at the end of the day, Yaka, you are able to succeed tremendously, might I add, and you have passed go. Oh boy, y'all! I that go. Was, Do
2: I collect two hundred
0: dollars? This is not monopoly. <laughs> See myself out now. That game could go burn in a ditch. Listen, like I'm all for games. I love tabletop RPGs, but Monopoly is the uh, invention of Satan because he likes to test my patience with that game. But anyways, that's a different podcast where I like have my TED talk on why Monopoly is the spawn of Satan. But anyways, as for the rest of your kids, Hitoshi and Himiko, not surprisingly, are actually pretty decent. Hitoshi is very modest, but is able to do great. Himiko is very calculated. But it's like that weird where it's that ferocity, but she does it with a smile. So it's very scary. And both of our Phoenix boys know how scary that can be, where she kills you with a smile. It's scary. And once again, Shodai, at first he tries to eat the piece because he thinks it's a piece of candy. (laughs) And somehow, some way, he's able to... No, I'll give him a little credit. Shodai has some strategy in his brain. But it's more of not necessarily dumb luck, but it's just that he fell into the opportunity and he took it while it was striking and he was able to succeed in his exam. (laughs) Ooh, child. But yeah, so everybody has passed go. So as the boards are being cleared, as the pieces are being put away, you guys are escorted from the dojo. Back to the forest area where you guys not only had your athletics competitions where somebody in your party decided to have a mud bath, which was great, but also where you guys had your horseback riding test as well. But instead of a ring with horses, you now see multiple rows of targets for archery as well as Some quivers standing onto the side with the house maidens each holding a bow. And as you approach the site of this particular test, standing in front of you with bow and arrow knocked and releasing it amongst the silence of your footsteps, you just hear the clean of the arrow hit straight into the bullseye. And dressed in front of you in full crane regalia, Kakita Nayomori of the Crane Clan just putting her bow down and she turns to you and says, oh, Good, it seems that my young samurai have arrived. It is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Kakita Nayomori and I will be the proctor of your archery exam. And holding the bow in her hand, she caresses it as if it was a gentle lover caressing their partner. Let me tell you, there is a bond between a weapon and its master. (laughs) So she caresses the bow and she just, without breaking eye contact with, just says, True archers understand that the arrow knows the way to the target. But there must be an understanding between weapon and master. And that is what I am going to be checking for your test today. You are going to give me three attempts to get these arrows into the target. You have three shots. And for each shot, you will be, as you notice in front, there are like three separate lines, one close to the target, one median distance and one super far away from the target. You will each be giving me a shot from each line. And I'm going to test your accuracy of how well you're able to shoot from close range, medium range and far range. I think we shall just get this right away. And the handmaidens each take one of you and lines you up in front of the target. Make sure that you're all situated. And here we go. So here's what I need. Once again, you guys pick your element. But I am looking for a martial arts melee check as your skill for this one. It's a martial arts. Ranged. Oh, ranged. Ranged, my bad. I swear I have glasses on, but I still can't read. Melee,
3: I just run up and just start hitting the target with the
2: bow.
0: No, what are you doing?
2: Just walks up to the target, just stabs an arrow into the target, walks all the way back, holds the bow as if he just fired. Done.
0: Be like, I win. Oh, my God. We're just going to start with Yako because apparently this happened. What was the element and what was the result? And do I need to, like, do I need to send a curse or something down there if it's really great?
2: Okay, so I used air. Uh Because when it comes to R3, air can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Two successes and an explosive success.
0: Hold up. Let me just call Will Wheaton real quick. All I need him to do is go down there and touch your dice.
3: <laughs> don't no, him that. No, no, don't, no, no. 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 Do Listen, not put that evil on him.
0: That is true. That is just my, that is super evil. Thought, we are friends,
2: but no, I, I wouldn't Wheaton have Will. We,
0: I will not have him touch your dice. That is evil, and that is reserved for the ultimate punishment.
2: <laughs> oh boy, I don't know what to say, guys. Holy crap!
0: We're going to get to some other people later because um, some pictures are being sent. And I'm just like, you guys. (laughs) But yeah, so you definitely pass. Describe how Yaka is able. Yeah, just give me his methodology behind his shots. Okay, as he
2: steps up to the close range. At such a close range, it's pretty much just, I guess you could say as much as it could be point and shoot. When he moves over to the medium range, it's a little more, what's the word, meticulous. Actually has to aim, compensate a little mm-hmm. bit for wind, and fires, hits his target. And then when he finally moves over to the long range, instead of immediately knocking an arrow, he sits mm-hmm. there for a minute, visualizes how far, actually looks and sees how far the target is knocks his arrow and he just closes his eyes and it's just absolute silence. The only thing he's listening to is the wind and the grass just blowing in the breeze. And once he gets a real good idea on how fast the wind is blowing, he's quickly opens his eyes and pretty much just quick fires, just brings the bow up, hardly aims and just fires. And I'm guessing we're using one of those legendary Japanese longbows, so as he just pulls the bow back and he looses, you just hear the arrow just whistles downrange and then right dead center of the target.
0: Very, very nice. But yes, yeah, so upon your third and final shot, the hand the housemaiden takes your bow, the proctor gives you the pass signal, and you safely walk behind the rest of the archers as you make your way back to the viewing area. Because it like real archery, you walk behind the people that are going. Otherwise, you're going to get Shabbat. Let that be a lesson, kids. All right. You are up, my friend. So
1: element and results. Fiery roll, as always, but there's a method to his madness. I got a blank, an opportunity and two successes. Cool. So that is a pass. So describe Taidero's methodology. Usually, people will start from the closest range and work their way backwards. He's gonna actually do the opposite and chart and start with the hardest shot and go forwards. And I can And I'm gonna use my one opportunity to embellish the fa- the fire, the aggressiveness, the overwhelming. He's going to take his first first stance. And when they allow him to start taking his shots, he's going to take his first shot quickly. Doing a pop shot, hitting the target and just sprinting forward to the next point, taking a knee, a little tactical position and goes again, hitting the last shot, the next shot and then repeats for the last one. And just being an overwhelming presence as he's just taking those points.
0: We love it. Yeah, so, after your shots, Proctor gives you the signal to pass, and you joined Yaka in the viewing area, as both- now we're at two. Alright, Kaito. So, element and results, please. Alright, so,
3: Kaito used the element of fire. I'm sorry, not the element of earth. Apologies. Because what he's going to be doing is he's going to keep himself ground- his feet grounded for this- approach and got a success with strife and an opportunity.
0: Very nice. So that is a pass. So methodology, please.
3: So he starts with the closest one. And as you can see, like he takes a stance, pretty much plants his feet into the ground to get ready for this. And it's almost... It's very precise with how he brings his arm up, brings the bow back, bowstring back, and lets go. Just everything just so methodical as he hits the first target. Second target, same thing. But the third one, he decides... He takes his stance to look at it. And... The the third one, I'm gonna say the furthest one, has a tree behind it. And... He, like, senses, using his earth ring, uh, senses that tree to help him with the targeting behind him. And when he hits the third target, it actually will go through the target and actually lodge itself in the tree behind it. I hit my target still.
0: (laughs) So in a weird fashion, you are still able to do, but you do it successfully. So your bow is collected. You walk over to Yaka and and you also have passed. Y'all are doing great tonight. Last but certainly not least is young Mio. So element and results.
4: He goes with the element of water and his results were a success and two explosive successes. So much like this fight, this becomes a dance. He stands on the closest line, closes his eyes. He reaches back and grabs the arrow knocks the arrow extends it and in his head he is what he is seeing is opponents firing arrows at him and he's literally dancing underneath them around them and then he would release and then he would just like in this beautiful movement another arrow knock it do this sort of dance as he gets into the second position releases does it again Smooth transition knocks the arrow, and then the final thing, and just releases. And when it releases, that arrow hits the other arrow and splits it down the middle. And then he opens his eyes. So he did all that with his eyes closed.
0: I'm so impressed. This is amazing. But yeah, so
4: bow to the target,
2: and then you do not pick a fight with this group.
0: Well, with your current dice rolls, yes. <laughs>
4: Until it
0: all runs out. Like I'm saying, this is all fine and dandy, but I am worried, especially for in the points that when it does actually matter, that it's going to hurt. But anyways. So, yeah, so Mio, you're able to your bow is collected. You join your friends. Damn, all four of you are doing good. Is able to show that he knows how to handle a bow. And while he misses the final shot, he is able to make two out of three. So he's still good. Kimiko also makes two out of three, but Kaito, just like with you, she knows archery is not her strongest suit, and she already knew that going into it. Again, she's better with words and actual weaponry, like for hand to hand in close quarters combat than range combat, but she also is able to make two out of three. Now, as you all take a look at Hitoshi, on the other hand, the first time since you guys befriended him and got to know about him he has done pretty good to not so good on this but as all of you on look onto your friend as he is about to take his shot you feel the presence of the field just completely change and for a brief moment all of you While you are hearing all the different bows and targets being hit, the moment that Hitoshi strings his bow and knocks the arrow, you all swear that it just goes completely silent. And all you hear from Hitoshi is just a small breath. So first shot lets it fly straight into the center target. Second shot from the middle line also hits the middle target where it splits the first arrow and then the final shot just effortlessly just fires it slow motion as straight as an arrow can splits that second arrow as all three of them are now lined up into the center bullseye. And he just puts the bow down, just bows, hands it back and walks over calmly to the rest of you as looking at the target All three arrows hit the exact same place, all split one after the other in a straight line.
4: Yeah, we'll congratulate him. My friend.
0: So at this point, Hitoshi just for a couple seconds just nods and then just falls to the ground. "Uh, Like just all the anxiety, everything is just I was like, I'm so happy that all that training paid off. That's the one test I was
1: banking I would
0: do great on.
1: You did great, my good friend, mantis friend. You did very well.
0: I'm just imagining the equivalent. It's just, that'll do, pig. That'll do.
1: (laughs) Or, you'll do great, my little... You'll do great, my little minnow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness. So as you guys are all congratulating each other and letting Hitoshi know that that feat that he pulled off was quite amazing, coming from the forest, you... well, more interestingly enough, coming from the forest, looking a little disheveled, is someone dressed in a crab clan get kind of just running f- it from the forest, a little bit disheveled. There's a little bit of tree twigs stuck in their hair. Their regalia is a little dirty with some dirt and some pine and some like tree needles stuck in it. And as they're running out the forest, they're like, okay, I think we got it. I think they're all there. I think, oh. And just quickly brushes off everything as soon as they notice that they are in front of you all and just as cleaning up as best as they can. So it is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Hiruma Kagehiro of the Crab Clan, and I will be your proctor for the hunting exam. And before he can say anything from behind the forest, you just hear a plethora of different wild animals just making sounds. And things like that. So it seems that all the animals, I think, are ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, so this is probably the most dangerous test. It's a good thing y'all signed a waiver, but uh, so hopefully no one dies in this test. And then with that, we are going to end the episode right there. So when we come back next episode, we're going to pick up right where we left off. Y'all are going to have your final test of day two, for which is hunting. And then we get into my favorite part is the banquet. So that shit is about to go. Bonkers. Lots of RP moments. It's gonna be a great time. But for those of you who stuck around listening to us this long, thank you so much for sticking around. As I mentioned, when we come back, we'll pick up with the final test of day two and then see what the banquet has in store for our samurai. So as always, remember from here. At the D&T remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, let the good times roll. Until next episode, see ya later!